to the Blue Roads Changemaker Podcast. I'm Patty Talbot, CEO and co-founder of Blue Roads Education Group. In this series, you'll hear reflections about what it means to be a homegrown changemaker. We focus interviews around the Blue Roads mantra, homegrown solutions for a patchwork world. Our guests are amazing changemakers, solutionaries, and social innovators who've taken the path from local citizen to global changemaker and or from global citizen to local changemaker by working to change the system that creates the world's most challenging issues close to home and around the globe. I ask participants to tell us about their origins, how they've engaged with others different from themselves, how they work to create solutions, and how they've used these experiences to make the leap to changemakers addressing the UN Sustainable Development Goals. As their host, I try hard to take myself out of the conversation as much as possible so you won't notice the typical back and forth of the interview process. I hope this will help you to hear their stories as a complete narrative that addresses all four quadrants of the Blue Roads Changemaker Journey, Homegrown Solutions for a Patchwork World. Today's Changemaker conversation took place with my friend Sandra Lima Argo. I call Sandra a changemaker chameleon because she has this amazing capacity to remake herself when circumstances call for a change. When we spoke back in the spring, we were just beginning to adjust to the realities of the COVID-19 pandemic. Since that time, Sandra has reinvented herself yet again. So in addition to her role as founder and CEO of her organization, Liaison America, she has now taken on additional roles as Director of Education for the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., and Director of Abrace, the Association for Brazilian Cultural Education. As you listen to our conversation, you'll hear how her upbringing on a tiny island off the coast of northern Brazil made her into the brilliant, adaptable, passionate educator she is. Welcome, everyone. I am excited to have you back today for another Changemaker interview with my dear friend and extraordinary changemaker, Sandra Lima Argo. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you, Patty. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so happy you're here and grateful for your time. Start by talking about your homegrown roots. And I frame that in this way, as I told you, just us where you were grown and who your people are and how that has been influential to who you are today as a changemaker. I was born in São Luís Maranhão in Brazil, which is in a, an island in the north of Brazil. So I really come from nature, and I say this to all my friends because nature is a big part of who I am. And my people around me are mainly my mother and my father, my sisters, and my teachers. Of course, a teacher who always has, at least in my experience, another teacher that influenced him or her. So my father was an entrepreneur and I, he passed away 10 years ago and he gave us this spirit of trying harder. It's never hard enough. You can really go a little bit harder and try a little bit more and you are going to get where you want. And my mom always gave us uh, a sense of self-confidence. So believe in who you are. 
and what you can bring to the table. I had another experience with a beloved educator that I met in my life that he always told me like this, just believe that every room you are, you are going to be part of the conversation. So make sure you are there entirely. So those are things that I bring with me wherever I go. I think I can add to the conversation if the conversation is related to subjects that I'm involved. And I really want to help people in that context. And that is because I had those wonderful people in my life that influenced me to think like that, I think. (laughs) As my father taught me, you can always try harder, right? When I saw an issue and when I lived an issue in my life, I always thought what I could do to get out of that context. So I had many issues in my life and personally, professionally, but the ones that uh, were really important for me to probably get out of the places that I was on that time that I was struggling. One was uh, related to education, because as I said, I come from an island And the things got there later. So everything was happening in the south of Brazil, where there's more technology, industry. So for me to really get to the point of being a good educator with a good background, that I could support my students and my teachers to my peers, because I worked in some roles where I was coordinating groups of teachers, I had to travel a lot to study. And I had to sometimes leave my children who were little and go down like five hour flights to to study, spend a week there studying sometimes. And later in life, I had to go abroad because I was always involved with international education since the beginning of my career. So I went to Canada, to England, to the United States, and my children well, I mean, they were growing up while I was doing all this investment in my education. And I think that became an inspiration for them. But on that time, it was a big struggle for me because I wanted to be better educated so I could con- really contribute in the context that I was with my teachers, with the families, uh, and have other opportunities for me professionally. But it was really hard to have my children so little and leave them with my mother, of course. I always left them with my mother to, to, to go to different places and have different experience to add to my portfolio of experiences. So that was a big issue. And I think it really molded me, framed to me, uh, gave me a new frame of the world because I went outside my little box. Right. And other issues were very important too because um, I never saw issues as blockers, obstacles. For me, issues are opportunities for me to, to do something different and maybe something better so I get out of that situation. So, mentioning the issues. My mind always takes me to what I did to get out of that. And I do not 
talk about the issues as why I lived that, why I was hurting on that moment of that issue. I don't see like that. I, I see much more the opportunities that came with the issue in the people because I, di I never did anything alone in my life that I can remember. <laughs> so I always had friends helping me to decide where to go to study. When I got to England, for example, my professors in, in Cambridge University really helped me to do better, especially with the language, because especially on that time, my English was not as fluent as I would like it to be. It's not yet. But there were always, there were many people involved in helping me. So I feel that those issues were very important and gave me opportunity to be grateful because with them, I had the opportunities and the people to support me. We know it's challenging to work with people that are different from us. We have to really be able to listen, to understand, to put ourselves in their shoes. And that was an exercise that I had to learn very early. But because I was so young already living this context, I really had problems in, in learning how to listen, in learning how to, to let other people be different of me and add to me. I was always looking for, in the beginning of my career, in my life, ways to, to find a reference for my life professionally and personally. And sometimes I, I had difficulty to, to accept those differences. And I just grew when I was able to do that from having bosses that were very hard and difficult to negotiate to have bosses that were so open and wanted us to participate and contribute with the context of the conversation or the scenario of changes that we had to embrace. So it was difficult to navigate different worlds and meeting different people. So learning how to listen to them was a, was a big big lesson in my life and learn how to grow together because one, when I got to the point, and I think I'm just getting it to the point right now, I have been learning, especially lately, that I'm not growing alone. When I'm listening to someone and when I'm giving myself the opportunity to really understand where they come from with the, the, the problems or the situations or, or the questions that they ask me sometimes, they're coming from a place of let's grow together. And it, it's, it was hard to listen to that and to, to read between the lines and acknowledge that, that we could grow together. So I think today my life experience has been around people that are so different from me 
but I'm more open to them. And when I open myself to them, I see them putting their guards down. (laughs) And then we connect. Sometimes also, I see that people do not put their guard down. And because I have a blessing to work with a team of people that are also very well equipped with emotional intelligence, when I cannot articulate something with someone that I need, I check with my peers and I ask, it just happened last week, I asked my great teammate that works with me, do you think you can connect with that person? And if she says to me, yes, I can connect, I can I can articulate the ideas with them, I get out of the scene. So also this place of being humble to say, I cannot go farther in this conversation. I cannot go farther in this negotiation. Is this the recent learning process that I'm going through right now? And I'm enjoying a lot. I'm discovering wonderful ways of being with people that are different from me and accomplishing something together. Even if sometimes it's not what I want, but it's what they want too. Right. And and that is good because uh, we are here to grow together and you grow when you, you step back. You don't grow only when you step forward. Sometimes you need to step back. So that's my learning process of right now. And I'm sure the ones that are going to be listening to this uh, conversation we are having, Patty, they will understand all the examples of those things that I'm saying, because we're living this together and we're growing together. The work that I do today was created to be an opportunity for others to develop themselves and also create an impact in the world. So Liaison America was created in 2011. and we on that time, had no idea where this was going. We wanted to bring high school students to the United States to have an opportunity to present themselves and their talent to American universities, and they could have an opportunity maybe to find scholarship opportunities, and then they could apply and come back after, after they finished the high school. So many educators in Brazil started asking me if I could create something similar for educators to come to the United States, but I thought they should also, once they were here, they could connect with other educators, and then we could start creating this network of what I call liaisons, which are people that are connected. And that's why the word liaison is so important for us in Liaison America. Liaison is the person who connects. So those educators could be connected and they could work together online or in person where Brazilians could come back here and Americans, American educators could go to Brazil and just have this bridge of uh, sharing and opportunities. So that's how Liaison America was born. And we had other opportunities coming with those two main programs, the Triple L program for high school students and the 2B, two Brazilian educators 
programs for Brazilian educators. So later I created a version of the To Be in Brazil. And then lots of my friends, new friends that I made here in the United States started going to Brazil as our beloved friend Patty Talbot went to Brazil to also get to know other educators and share her beautiful talent with our Brazilian schools and students. So that's how we started. With the years and the other opportunities and new partnerships, we came to a point where our partner institutions were asking about how we could create online programs, online um, courses, online experiences. So lately, Liaison America created what we call e-learning experience, which is a methodology based on a compass that helps people to navigate this international education online environment And they can have classes online with Brazilian and American educators. And Brazilian and American students can exchange lots of good ideas. For the high school students, we propose that they create a project that will impact their community. And they choose the community. Can be their school, their street, their neighborhood, their state, city. And I've had students impacting the whole world and the universe, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, so, what we want the students to understand is that for you to create impact, you don't have to wait until you figure out what career you are going to have or what field you are going to work. No, you can impact the world starting by your world around you, your family, your friends, and your, your school. School is such a wonderful lab to create change in the world. So I believe the high school students, they're ready to cause a change. And we invest a lot of time in preparing them through uh, online connection. They prepare before they come. They come here, they present, and when they go back, they uh, multiply their ideas in the environments that they are targeting to create this change. We have received lots of testimonials also of the teachers and how their practice changed after they had this international experience. So what do we want to to share with people is that you are the change and you can change exactly right here, right now, where you are. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to, to have any other problem than the problems that you already know, but you need to be the change and you need to invest to create a solution for the problems that you see And if those problems are problems that you can share your talent and create a possible solution, it's going to be wonderful. So we've been very fortunate to have many other educators becoming our liaisons. And this is a network of people that understand that changes start 
with themselves and it can grow in their communities. We are very happy to be part of that. We want to do more for the world. And right now, living this new context we are living, we understand we can be all connected and make changes where we are. We've had a chance to spend good time with big change makers who are still high school students or who were still high school students when they came to participate in our program. The first is Erico. He's from Mato Grosso. And Erico, since he was six years old, his family encouraged him to understand financial education. And he published two books before we met him. But we met him in 2017. And he was with 13 years old at that time. He wrote a new book to participate in our program, but now that book was in English because he was coming to the U.S. and he wanted to share his ideas about financial education with high school students here. And he really was a wow in every school he went. And his friends, his new friends here in America were so surprised to see how a 14-year-old kid that the age he was on that time could speak about financial education like that. Today, he is back in Brazil, uh, working to finish his high school, but he has already a website, a blog, and he has been helping many other children. He calls them children. He wants to help children to understand financial education because the sooner you understand that, a better consumer you're going to be, and you're going to be able to to make well-educated decisions in your life related to money. The second student that I will never forget is Ana Gabriela. Ana Gabriela is a musician, and on that time she was in high school, came to the United States with a project that she did in her school to participate in our program and it was a project with high school students during the break in the school. She brought a psychologist to help her to identify the problems the students were having because in Brazil, the rate of stress in high school students is very high because of the national test they have to go through to pass and then be accepted in, in college. So she found with the psychologist that if the school created moments for students to uh, work on their stress levels during the break time with music, they could enhance the doses of dopamine. And I learned that in her class when she was teaching here in the United States. With more dopamine, the students could relax a little bit more and go back to class and perform better. So this research was confirmed by um, the surveys that she applied with that psychologist. And she came to the U.S., presented her project, and she got a scholarship to come back and study music in in an American university. And the last student I would like to share His experience is Lucas, and Lucas is from um, Mato Grosso. And there, he has helped his friends 
and the teachers of his school to learn English during the break time too. So because he loves the language and he was able to learn by himself and with the help with a teacher, uh, he got um, the understanding of teaching languages so young while he's still in high school. So he organized an um, arena in his school with the authorization of the school leadership. He plays games with his friends and other teachers so everybody can have a, an opportunity to learn English while they are in their break time. So it's fun and learning. And he's doing that in Brazil. He also got a scholarship to go to study in Canada recently, and he's working on his paperwork to go. So those students, they are high school students that really show to us that doesn't matter your financial condition, because the some of them come from very, very economic, unstable context, but they were able to strive in their schools in, in, in where they are because they believe in themselves and they think they can try harder and we support them to be change makers like that. Thank you, Sandra, for sharing your change maker journey with us. I'm so fortunate to have been able to travel and learn with you and from you on one of your to-be experiences in Brazil. This trip was an important turning point in my own Changemaker journey. I know our audience will be eager to follow and support your work as a Changemaker with Liaison America at liaisonamerica.com, as well as museumofthebible.org and abracebrazil.org. That's A-B-R-A-C-E-B-R-A-S-I-L.org. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast. We hope you'll follow our work and learn more about how you can get involved and start your own Changemaker journey at www.blueroadseducation.org. We'd love it if you could subscribe to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast and give us a rating on iTunes so that others can find us too. This also helps to elevate the voices of the amazing changemakers you're learning about in our series. <laughs>